0: 902 in St. Louis, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler, Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, and the Braves win game one of the World Series last night in Houston by a score of six to two. Here to talk about it on the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line is our friend, Danny Wexelman, native of the St. Louis area, went to Eureka, went to Mizzou, and now you can hear her on MLB Network Radio tomorrow morning and Friday at 10 on Power Alley. Danny, great to have you with us. How are you doing?
2: Oh, my gosh. Good morning, friends. I'm great because it's World Series week and it's Halloween. It's my favorite time of the year. So thank you for having me back.
0: We're glad to have you. First of all, do you have a Halloween costume for 2021?
2: (laughs) I have one. My friend is throwing a villain's party and I was going to be an umpire. I thought that would be really funny, but (laughs) I've since changed my mind. I'm going to be Helga Pataki. So I've I've got a costume in the works for that. I'm trying to be original. I hope it works.
0: Love it. High level of creativity there, Danny. (laughs) Hey, let's start with this. How much does it hurt the Braves to lose Charlie Morton?
2: Oh, it hurts them a lot and that's what they've dealt with all season long the theme of this season I think has been adversity, resilience and just getting the job done it's the next man in line and you saw last night what the bullpen was able to do and I don't think anyone should be surprised by that and losing Charlie Morton is going to hurt but if there's one guy you're going to rally around if not Ronald Acuna Jr. it's going to be Charlie Morton right the greatest teammate quote of all time named by every guy he's ever played with so maybe it's a little motivating for them it hurts but i think they're going to be okay and danny the loss of morton is big for a lot of reasons but that meant last night that there was an unexpected strain on the braves bullpen how do you think having to go to the bullpen early last night is going to impact them for the rest of the series well, no doubt about it, Max Freed throwing tonight. You need Max Fried to go deeper into this game, and that's going to be super important to preserve that bullpen. A.J. Minter probably won't be available tonight because of how how long he threw last, night. I think it was two and two-thirds. And so he, he won't be available tonight, But and Tyler Massick depending. But those dudes have been unbelievable. If Max Freed can Go, it can give them some length and stretch out tonight. I think that absolutely helps them because then they have a day off right? The series heads back to Atlanta so everybody will get a little bit of rest and be able to come back and, and um, have a little bit more legs under them so to speak. but the I think the thing to point out guys and remember is that during the entire postseason the Braves played every single game close except for two. They only have two blowouts the entire postseason. So they know how to manage their bullpen and how to navigate scenarios like this, it's what they've done for all of October.
0: Danny Wexelman, MLB Network Radio, joining us on character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Danny, one of the interesting aspects to this World Series, especially with potentially four games in Houston, is that I would guess there's never been a National League team that could pull a DH out of their, off of their bench that led the American League in homers as a DH a couple of years ago like Jorge Soler. That's a huge lineup, and it's amazing what a difference it makes, doesn't it, in the look of their lineup from National League Park to American League Park?
2: Wow, you come out swinging and you get a home run in this game to start things off. I mean, that's a slap in the face. That's a statement right there. And I, I heard that Brian Snicker, manager for the Braves, was agonizing over the decision to move NLCS MVP Eddie Rosario down in that lineup. That's a difficult thing to do. How do you mess with a lineup that has been working for you and has been successful? But Jorge Soler, you've got to get that guy in your lineup, too. And now they'll have to figure out when the series shifts back to Atlanta, as you said, where does he fit in? Which position will he be playing? Who gets knocked out of the lineup there? But I, I think tonight you, you should see Eddie Rosario back in the leadoff spot, Alessi facing a righty in Jose Urquidy. But To have Jorge Soler come in and do that two for five last night, two ribbies, that dude, that's impressive. Uh, He missed some time and he comes back in like he's missed nothing at all. That's huge, huge. That's a huge weapon for the Braves in so many different facets. Danny, teams that take a 1-0 lead in a best-of-seven series have gone on to win 64% of the time, and it jumps to 84% when they take a 2-0 lead, so this is obviously a massive Game 2 for both teams, but what do you think Houston needs to do to secure the victory in Game 2? Oh my gosh. They have to do everything. They have to do everything. Now, listen, we've seen like everything unconventional in the world series, right? We've seen starters in relief roles. We've seen just a myriad of weirdness and awesomeness that is baseball and it is baseball in the postseason. So you, you got to bring out all the stops. I know that the percentages are there and now they kind of shift to the Braves, but this Astros team is, So freaking good. You have to get Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman hitting. You have to get your leadoff guy on the teams that score first. When the, when the Astros scored first in the postseason, every game, they won every game they scored first. They won for the Braves. They only didn't win one game when they scored first. So you have to get those guys on base. You can't have your franchise players. The guys who won in 2017, who went back in 2019, missed it by one game in 2020 go over. They both went over in the game last night. So first of all, you got to get those guys on base. And second of all, Jose Urquidy has to pitch a good game tonight. That dude was not good in his last outing. It was against Boston in the ALCS. He only went one and two thirds. He gave up six runs. He missed some time in July and August this year, guys, with a right shoulder discomfort. So you need him to go long because guess what? Their bullpen was asked to get a lot of outs last night, too. That wasn't a quick game for them. Framber Valdez only went two innings. So you need Jose Urquidy to go long in this game to give them some legs. And you need those guys to get on base.
0: Danny Wexelman with us on 101 ESPN. Danny, we've been asking listeners today what they were doing, where they were 10 years ago tonight when David Freeze hit the home run in Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. Where was Danny Wexelman, what were you doing when Freeze hit that home run?
2: Oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on air. So actually, I was in I was in Columbia, Missouri, and I was at Big 12. Um, I was at Big 12. I believe it's Campus Bar and Grill to some. I was at Big 12 downtown with a bunch of friends, and I was definitely standing on top of tables uh, spraying (laughs) whatever adult beverage I had in my hand at the time. And then I drove, actually drove back to St. Louis for seven and watched it right outside the ballpark. And they opened the gates, guys, for game seven. So anyone who was standing outside the ballpark, we rushed in, and I went and sat literally like right behind the Cardinals' dugout to watch the trophy ceremony. It was unbelievable. But yeah, for game six, I was in Columbia and I was um, I was having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> It sounds like an unbelievable memory, Danny. Well, let's stick with the Cardinals for a second. I wanted to get your reaction to the unexpected firing of Mike Schilt. And what did you think about the appointment of Alimar Mall as the next Cardinals manager? Yeah, I my jaw dropped when I saw that alert come across my phone. I think that most people were probably pretty surprised At that, we were lucky to talk to Mike Schultz on Power Alley in the mornings every week. And, you know, the dude is super transparent. I think that he is really smart. I think he's very thoughtful. And I think that he fights and cares about his players at a very high level. So I'm not worried about him. I think he said the phone's already been ringing. I was surprised. But here now you see this hiring of Ollie, And I think that... They wanted someone internal. They got their guy. They wanted someone who's been in this organization, who's been ingrained, you know, first drafted as a player. Then he is a first base coach. Then he's a bench coach. He is under Mike Schilt, who had learned from Tony La Russa. So it really is all in the family here. I think it's an amazing hire. I think having a 35 year old in that dugout, in that clubhouse is going to be invigorating for this team. And by no means am I worried that he's younger by no means. Am I worried that he didn't play in a big league game? I think we've seen the irony, right guys, though, is that you see Dusty Baker and Brian Snicker uh, managing in the world series, 72 years old and 66 years old. It doesn't matter how you get it done. If you're respected in your clubhouse, which he is, I think that he's going to do a fantastic job. And, and to be honest, You know, Xavier Scrags and I talked about this yesterday. He was hired because he's the best guy for the job. There's no doubt about that. But he's also a minority manager. And I think that representation matters. And I think that he didn't get the job because of that. I know that there's no, there's no way that that's the case here, but I think the representation matters. And I think it's a huge deal that the Cardinals um, made that a point to bring in Ollie. Um, And now there are, there are kids who can grow up and watch him manage one of the most historic franchises in all of baseball and think maybe I can do this too. So for me all around, I love the hire of John Moselak saying he'll have some autonomy, which he absolutely will. But I think he's kind of got, you know, he's got the keys to to a pretty nice car right now, and um, I think he's a great, great person to drive it.
0: Danny, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Enjoy the World Series and enjoy Halloween. And we'll be tuned in tomorrow on MLB Network Radio, 10 o'clock St. Louis time for Power Alley.
2: Thank you guys for having me so much. Enjoy Halloween. Enjoy the rest of the World Series.
0: You too. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. See you later. That is Danny Wexelman, MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM, joining us on Carrick and Smallman.
1: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.